0: Welcome to another episode of Bold, Brilliant and Broke. This is the podcast where we talk about your money, how to get more of it and how to live the life you want. We're like the Financial Times for Sheep. I'm really wondering how long I can say that and use that before I get sued. I probably won't say it again. But anyway, we get really down dirt and dirty with it. As you guys know, if you're following me on Instagram, I'm very interested in how we obtain wealth and create massive wealth for ourselves. But I think of it in two quadrants that work together. And one without the other just doesn't work. So there's what happens in your mind, like your mentality, your mindset, your energy, the people that you spend time with, and also what happens outside of your body, like how you manage that money, where you put it, what you spend it on. These two different sides of the same coin. So this week, we're going to be talking about a very visible and physical aspect of our money. And we are talking about buying a house, y'all. I've got a great guest and you'll meet her in a minute. Oh, I just love this episode. If you follow me on Instagram, you would have got involved with a quiz I did a few weeks ago on your opinions about buying, to ha- buying a house. If you want to have a- an opinion you want to share in the next quiz, make sure you're following me on Instagram at KyraTheBold to get involved. But before we get into it, buying a house is a great example of how the inner work and the outer work works together. One of the reasons why I started this podcast is is the fact that there's a lot of financial information out there. If you are wanting to buy a house in the next 10 years, five years, two years, you can Google a question and a whole mirage of answers will come up. So it's very difficult for someone to say that in this day and age, in this internet day and age, say, oh, like, I don't really know that. Like, I don't really know how to do something. And if you don't know how to do something and the information is out there, you likely feel like that because you have limiting beliefs that are stopping you from taking the action that you need to take in order to achieve a goal. So I would love for you to, when you're listening to this podcast, listening to this episode, if there are any thoughts that come up that feel like neutral observations thoughts like I'll never have the kind of money to buy a house or buying a house just isn't for people like me. I would love for you to notice them, write them down because they are thoughts that even though they might seem true for your circumstances, they are also the thoughts that are probably talking you out of your other dreams, your other goals and your other aspirations because the mind is very efficient and it's very lazy. It likes patterns and links. So the way you do one thing, the way you think about one thing is the way you do all things wow like i could just end the podcast there like drop the mic i wow that, that and some spirit just came into me and just gave you that information guys anyway of course i want to know what you find out about your limiting thoughts tell me tell me share them with me a few disclosures before we get on with today's episode my guest my lovely guest kia she has her own podcast it wasn't available at the time of recording but it's out now so i'm going to share it with you because i think it's going to be a brilliant resource and she's got an episode coming up with her dad which i can't fucking wait to listen to you will understand when you listen to this episode why her dad is like so interesting to me at the moment it's called pennies to pounds it's available on apple and spotify check it out after you listen to this one Neither Kia and I are financial advisors, so make sure you do your own research when making the financial decisions. Anyway, so now that we're done with housekeeping, let's just get on to it without further ado. I'm here with the lovely Kia. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. And so Kia and I were connected through my brother who follows you on Twitter.
1: Yep. (laughs) Can you tell our listeners what you were doing there? So he came to message me based on the thread that I made. So some of you may have seen it, some of you may not have. I made a thread explaining the help to buy ISA and how that works and the importance of getting one before the deadline closes on the 13th of November. And I did that for the purposes, if I'm being totally honest, I made the thread (laughs) so I could screenshot it and put it on Instagram because that's where I had a bigger following at the time. So I did that because people on Instagram said, yeah, please give us some tips, blah, blah. So I did that. Was at work, locked my phone, came back six hours later and i saw that the tweet was a non-stop i came back to 100 dms so wow. many retweets and likes i was like oh my gosh i didn't see that coming and then your brother was one of them who came to say that he liked my friend and everything yeah. that i was doing and then put us in touch yeah,
0: yeah. amazing there seems like there's such a demand like for this yeah. kind of knowledge yeah i heard someone say something the other day like this kind of money stuff is out there yeah but it's the person that you hear this that's message what come think, through.
1: That's what I think the issue is because I know that if I was to sit down and watch a YouTube video of, I don't know, an older person talking about the importance of, you know, saving, you should really do this and blah, yeah. blah. I know, let's be real, 95% of us are going to zone out. Yeah, you, totally. You, you have the right intention.
0: Yeah.
1: But you're going to zone out. So I just thought, you know what, why don't, I know quite a lot and anything I don't know I'll supplement my knowledge. Mm, yeah. But why don't I try and figure out a way to put it in bite-sized pieces or at least make it put it in a way that people can understand easily. So you read yeah. it and you just think, wow, I get that now.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I love that you're doing that. That's kind of why this podcast was born because I I know you're a creative also yeah. and I have a background in design and mm-hmm. I work in fashion. Yeah. But no one's ever taught me about money. Like even yeah. in the workplace, yeah. money is not spoken exactly. about. It's like a taboo topic. Yeah. It's like, you're. it's embarrassing if you're asking yeah. someone what their rate is. Yeah. So this idea, this podcast was literally born out of a way to like, I guess, increase all of our financial literacy yeah. and our knowledge. Yeah. And so it's great to connect with people who like you, who are already out there doing it.
1: Trying my best. Yeah.
0: So today we are going to be talking about that thread, about the help to buy ISA, why yeah. you should do it, what to be aware of and sort of what conditions there are. Yeah. But before we get into that, I did a little quiz on my Instagram on. just to gauge like what people think about house- oh, cool. buying houses yeah. and, you know... Whether they want to. This is interesting. So the first question I did was just a super simple, out the gate. Do you have dreams of buying and owning a property? That's probably like most people said yes. Yes. 86% okay. said yes.
1: 14% okay. said no. I'm still surprised that some people said no, but
0: okay. I'm surprised that everyone said yes, which is why I asked this second question. Are you put off of buying because of how difficult it seems?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So now 44% said, yeah, they are put yeah. off buying a house, which yeah I, I understand it it's a huge investment yeah living where you want which might be in a big city like london it seems yes. very far away yeah like millions of pounds yeah. far away yeah yeah but there's still 56 percent who said they're not put off
1: good i'm glad effect. you you guys stick to your guns and i know i need it.
0: some a bit of that power because i i really wanted a house like because i feel like it would just give me that security that I feel like yeah. I've been trying to supplement like from childhood, I yeah. guess, you know. Yeah, yeah. But now I feel like my feelings are like different. Like I'm not sure, but I'm not sure about my personal feelings to buy a house. Okay. I feel like it's more like, be- for me, it's because it's so big. Like I don't want to like, I'm yeah. almost scared to
1: even put yeah, that no, intention absolutely. out there. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I think I knew, I've known for a long time, that I've always wanted to have my own place. Yeah, Totally. My parents So my parents got together when they were young Like 18, 19 They were living at my grandma's house and my dad's mum's house And then along the way Before I came along They got into loads of debt And my dad had to work to raise all that debt And so once he got rid of that he said They started saving up money to go and get their first place They got the first place I came along mm-hmm. And now my dad's a property owner He's got a few properties um, around Dotted around different cities So from then I've grown up Obviously, my, my parents went through all their debt and stuff. That was before me. So all I see is that yeah. my dad is, you know, doing well um, yeah. and has property. So I've always been like, okay, cool. I want to be like my dad. Yeah. And it's almost a normal standard for you yeah. because you've always, always had it. Exactly. And my dad's always from young, always said to me, right, right, you're going to do this. You're going to actually do that. So he made me pass my driving test as soon as I could. Hey, yeah. Everything. He's like, you need to do this, 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 and just try and get yourself ahead. And my dad was very much of the impression that the reason why the wealthy stay wealthy is because they share their knowledge amongst the wealthy. Mm. And he's like, the reason why, you know, people aspire to be there, but may not be able to reach it is because we don't have the same lessons. We we aren't taught the same things from young that, for example, our wealthy counterparts were from their parents. So my dad was like, my dad said, I'm going to be the one to educate you because I didn't have that from young, but you're going to know. So mm. I've always felt like, well, if I've got it, why can't I share it with other people? Yeah. I like, started off with my friends and because I could break down things in a way that they can understand, I thought, you know what? I want to try and help more people to understand. Yeah. And yeah, that's how totally. I
0: thought was it I so, like everything you said, I'm like, yeah, same, me too. Or I guess my upbringing was a little different because my mom never actually owned a property, mm-hmm. but... So when I was a child, it always came a, became a symbol of something that I really wanted. Yeah. Something that would really like, I guess, provide the thing that I was elusively looking yeah. for. Yeah, I get it. Um, so now when, now as an adult, or oh, I'm 24 now, and because I've had no training about money, I've just started learning about it. And now I'm like, oh my God, everyone needs to know this. We exactly. all need to know you this. You
1: actually all need to know this. And it's not, having the knowledge doesn't mean that you must now go ahead and go and save a house and go buy a house it's just having the knowledge to know you know what even if I decide against it I still know the process and what yeah. I need to be doing if I do one day decide even at 40 years old I want to own a house you yeah. know what you're doing
0: and it's the fact that you had the decision like exactly. and you made a decision that is yours not based on your circumstances exactly. and then the last question I asked of the quiz was after everything how difficult it seems and all the negative stuff that we hear about buying property, is owning a property worth it to you? And almost everyone said yes. 83% said yes. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So we're starting the conversation well, on a yeah. good
1: note. good. Got <laughs> on a high, I
0: like it. Yeah, totally. And so some of the reasons why people said that they wanted to buy a house, which I feel like you'd really agree with, actually. Mm-hmm. Property is a big investment, but it's probably the lowest risk. Yeah, Yep, I agree with that. People are trust to live with. I 100% agree. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, you can, <laughs> I, I've, I've only... Moved out for uni, but I've been with some interesting people. at uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah sure. We can just like cancel that. Yeah, like, we right see now, that. yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so I can put my money somewhere where it will grow, and I won't yep. use and touch that money. Yep. For the freedom to renovate as I like. Yep. Um, and I love this one. I want to come home to my cat and wife in that order. Love that. Yeah, love. I that. love that That's too. A sweet one. Some of the reasons why people didn't want to own a property. These are very. This, the list on these this side is very short. I have okay. to say says I would rather rent and have the ability to
1: move. I think it's a cultural story
0: that we have to own our own property. What okay. are your thoughts on
1: that actually? So the thing that my dad has always kind of instilled in me again is I was very interested in renting. And to be honest, if I rent, I could move out tomorrow. Yeah. I could honestly move back tomorrow and I can have own my own place. Not technically I don't technically own it, but I have my own place to, to live in. Yeah. But my dad has always said that rent is dead money. Okay. And initially, I thought, I thought, I thought, right, no need for negativity. Yeah, no need for <laughs> that. but a I, I get it. Daddy. Yeah, I get it. Because my dad was like, you can be somewhere and rent for five years, and when you leave, you have nothing to show for it. Mm. You have no, you're not putting the money towards like mortgage payments, you're not doing anything. So you leave, and it's just been five years worth of dead money. Totally. So you'd be better off getting a mortgage and paying off a mortgage, because at least then you're working towards paying off like the loan towards your house and it's yours Mm. it's under your name Mm. so for me yes i get it you know rent does give you the the freedom to move about here and there but i feel like if you can then i would opt to try and save obviously it's not in everyone's situations everyone has their own situation you might need to move now so renting is your best option and i'm not against it Mm -hmm. it's just more if you have the the ability to choose i would personally opt for Taking the time to save the yeah. money to be able to get a deposit for a house. Yeah, for all those reasons that we said, yeah, exactly. and
0: the renovating one is what I feel so hard. Oh,
1: honestly, I have a dr- an idea of my dream house <laughs> in my head, and I'm ready to execute that. Well, within within reason. Yeah, yeah, money? yeah. Within reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like so hard. I also watched this thing, I don't know if you've watched it on it was on American Netflix, but I think I watched it on YouTube. It's called Adam Ruins Everything. Oh no, I haven't seen that. It's really good. It's like it's kind of like a documentary thing, but it's really fun and weird. Okay. And there's loads of episodes, and basically each time he takes like a different like topic in like society and ruins it basically. Mm. So he ruins the idea of fertility and egg freezing, which he ruins the idea of avocados being good a good thing to buy. Okay. Really interesting. I recommend to watch I'm gonna it. I'm going to watch that. That's interesting. He has one about buying a house. Okay. And so his, the reason why he ruins it is his reasons for it is that it's part of an American dream that was created by housing developers. So basically, in the 1920s, they had a surplus of houses and they really wanted to sell them. So in the same way that like diamonds, you know, kind of like became a ring of marriage, homes also became like an American dream. Okay, part of the American dream in order to sell houses. And so his reason is that i guess his whole thing is that just know the origin of this story yeah so your whole worth isn't connected to it so yeah. you can then kind of decide but it. it's really interesting That's like interesting. i'm gonna go watch that yeah do really fun kind of annoying
1: to find on youtube yeah. it's hard work i can imagine but you know i like that it's more thrill that way once i get it i feel accomplished so i'm gonna find it yeah totally I'm gonna find it. amazing so
0: let's move on, go on. to the threads that you were talking about go on can you tell me basically what Help to Buy ISA is?
1: Cool. So Help to Buy ISA is a type of ISA. So let me explain what an ISA is. An ISA is a form of saving. So it's just where you put your money in and it has... They're typically fixed term. So you might open up an ISA for a year and your money is held for that year. And then mm-hmm. once the year's up, you have the chance, the opportunity to withdraw the money. Yeah. Or you can say, you know, I want to renew it for another year and then... You carry on saving again. Help to buy ISA is a scheme that was put together by the government in order to help first-time buyers get themselves in the property ladder because, obviously, as we know, house prices in London are just rising every single day. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, and it's becoming almost impossible for young people to even fathom getting a house. So it was um, a scheme put together by the government to aid and assist with that purchasing a house, basically. So how it works is you open up to Help to Buy ISA. Yeah. Before the deadline for 30th of November. Yeah. And what is this deadline? So, the deadline is basically the government are looking to scrap the scheme. Yeah on the 30th of november and replace it with the lifetime isa scheme okay so they both have their pros and cons and there's there's different reasons to why you might pick the lifetime over the help to buy help to buy over the lifetime okay but that's basically what they're doing so by okay. the 30th of november you basically need to have opened one up in order to have one so th- some people have confused the deadline for oh my gosh i must have saved like, all my money by the first of november <laughs> like, it's going to disappear and it's like no Dude, no 119. no yeah it's like no 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 no, no. you don't have to have saved up like your whole entire deposit in like a month it's you just fine. have to have opened open the account by that deadline in order to, ed- to be eligible for one perfect that's what, that's what it is so
0: for the listeners
1: that don't know can you explain what a lifetime isa is a lifetime isa is the same thing same type of savings yeah um isa the only difference with the lifetime is that okay so with the help to buy you can put money in and if you want to withdraw money you're more than welcome to. It's like yeah. a normal savings account. With the lifetime, you put money in and you can't withdraw the money. Yeah. And if you do wish to withdraw the money, so let's say I have a lifetime answer and I'll be putting in money, and two years online, I need to withdraw, it's five thousand pounds and I need to withdraw two thousand. Yeah. I will incur a twenty-five percent fee for withdrawing my own money Ouch. because that's not the purpose of the lifetime. The lifetime yeah. is for you to save for either your first property or for retirement or something yeah. big like that. Yeah. So that's why you get penalized for early withdrawal because that is not the purpose of this ISA. If you totally. want to have a savings account where you can withdraw money, lifetime isn't for you. Yeah. Help to buy is probably better suited to you because mm. you can put in money. So again, if I have five thousand pounds in my help to buy and I will withdraw 2000 for whatever reason, that's fine. Go yeah. ahead and withdraw it. No penalties, no nothing. Okay. That's absolutely fine.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Are there any other things to note about the Help to Buy
1: ISA in terms of the functionality of it? Yeah, so the Help to Buy, in the first month when you open it, people ask me, they get confused with the different figures. So the minimum you must have in your Help to Buy ISA is £1. You okay. You £1 in order to have it open. So people come to me saying, I'm a student, I can't afford it. I'm like, you can afford £1. Slap £1 in there and the Help to Buy is yours. yeah. The maximum you can put in in the first month is £1,200. Mm. And then the maximum thereafter is £200 per month yeah. that you can put in there. And that... So I explained it in my threads, but I think it's pretty easy if I verbalise it. So that also counts for withdrawals. So like I yeah. said, you can withdraw from the help to buy. But the, the maximum amount is still to stay the same. So if I explain. So if I were to put in... 100 pounds this yeah. month yeah yeah and i withdraw 50 so i leave me 50 pounds in the account people would think well the maximum is 200 so i can still put in 150 the 100 pounds that you first deposited in there it still counts towards the maximum so yeah. even though i've withdrawn 50 i've withdrawn sorry 50 pounds i can only put in an extra 100 pounds mm. this month because i have reached the 200 pound mm. limit for that totally month. but yeah and you get for the help to buy you get a government bonus of maximum of three thousand pounds um, up to savings of twelve thousand pounds so Amazing. if you save twelve thousand, government will give you 3,000, 15,000 total
0: yeah so this is different to like if you just open an isa without yeah. someone because you get that extra bonus yeah exactly on top of the interest that you earn is yeah. that correct as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and that's pretty cool Because it's, like, it's a no-brainer in my opinion if you yeah. if you want to account and you think you know what i want to kind of save for a house but i'm not sure I'll open help to buy yeah i mean it's a no-brainer
0: the one thing that I was like, oh, like I'm not sure about that is that there is like a limit on the amount of the property of the house that you can buy, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, so the
1: only difference is with the help to buy, the maximum value the property can be within London, £450,000. Yeah. And outside London is 250000 Yeah. So if the property you're looking to buy for your first property exceeds either, either of those figures, then you can't use the money that you saved towards that house. Oh, really? Unfortunately, Yeah. The, the bonus won't be applicable. Okay, any... you won't qualify for that. Yeah, yeah. so if you want to qualify, and obviously it's £3,000 extra, which is just free, you need to try and find a house that falls within those ranges. Mm. The only difference is with the Lifetime, the £450,000 property limit is for inside London and outside London. Mm. So if you're looking to buy a house, a bigger place, maybe outside London, somewhere else, then you might want to consider Lifetime because yeah. you are able to buy a bigger property. Yeah, totally. Um, but and yeah. a more expensive property exactly
0: and considering where house prices are you would have to really i guess look for a much smaller one exactly yeah so what are your plans for buying a house ah.
1: gosh i take it you're saving at the moment quite i avidly. am i am so i got a car this year yeah a big purchase i didn't actually buy the car
0: okay my dad nice one
1: so that was nice but i wanted to get a dad car. sounds ace <laughs> <laughs> he'd love to hear that yeah he? um but i wanted to get a new car So obviously your first car your first car and i love it it's it's, it's just a name. knock around yeah yeah well i got kia my name's kia i got yeah. kia I, oh, feel, cute. I feel great exactly yeah. i feel great um but i was just like you know what i want to i want a new car i do but then i had a talk with my dad and the car i wanted was like four thousand pounds mm. and i was like i can save that he's like i know i don't doubt that but i think you should put your money into saving for a house deposit and I was like, yeah, you know, like as much as I'm financially savvy, I'm still I'm still young. So I'm still like, yeah, but that's boring. Like I don't know. Yeah, I like I want a new car. Like yeah. I'm thinking about houses after I get my new car. Yeah. <laughs> but when I was like, let's be let's be realistic, your car's fine. There's nothing wrong with your car. So keep your car for another year or two. And wouldn't you wouldn't you rather have your own place and then think about getting a new car? And I was like, when you put it that way, <sighs> I mean yeah. he says that, wouldn't you like to have like a nice little, you know, drive and then you can put you can think about getting a new car for your driver. Yeah. yeah, okay. When you put it that way, I guess so. Yeah. So I've started saving for a deposit, obviously because I'm saving by myself. Aiming, so I've looked at average flat prices house prices so i'm looking mm. just for like a one bed because it's yeah. just gonna be for me and i think people get tied up with oh i don't want a one bed i want like three bedrooms i'm like yeah it's your first property so once you get it you can have it for a couple of years and then sell it
0: yeah and then, and then upgrade to where you want to totally go.
1: but it's just you just want to get on a property ladder once yeah. you're there then you can do whatever yeah so i'm not interested in how glamorous it is i just want to say that this place i'm in is mine Mm. so i've looked at average prices so i've looked at more kent side because yeah. i've got a car i don't really mind where it is i can drive anywhere yeah and the average price is between 150,000 and 220,000 for a one bed okay so if you aim to that save seems so doable you think exactly, Yes. <laughs> well yes but if, yeah. if, you aim, if you aim to save between five and ten percent of that so i'm aiming for 10 just in case yeah so that's what 15k it's a lot of money but once you save up the deposit then obviously you go to the bank hopefully qualify for a mortgage and then mm. you pay for your mortgage every month so that's totally. where my head's at at the moment i'm just trying to save up i haven't got a flight in mind because yeah. i'm not going to save up the money tomorrow yeah but i'm in that general ballpark so i know okay if i roughly save up around this amount then I can start looking and then proceed and see what I'm gonna do. Okay, so that's cool. what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah,
0: I know that you're at university at the moment. I am. I wanted to ask: Are you freelance also with the illustration stuff yes, that you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you are you able to offer like any advice or any insight to like what it is like for a freelancer applying for a mortgage?
1: So I'm not okay. So I'm not fully freelance because okay. I do actually work part time another job. But in terms of a freelancer. So I had someone ask me that question as well. Yeah, they asked me from that Fred. And I said it's no different to showing because obviously when you go to apply for a mortgage, you have to show your payslips, mm-hmm. and you have to show typically at least three months' worth of payslips So imagine yeah. I'm working part time at the moment, but let's say today I have the full amount for my deposit. Yeah, ready I, to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go buy my house tomorrow. Yeah, I couldn't do that because of my part time wages. I wouldn't. The bank wouldn't lend me enough. Yeah. So I did a thread on mortgages as well, but the bank typically lends between four times your salary. Okay. So whatever your annual salary is times that by four. That's what that's probably the maximum the bank's gonna lend you for your house so on my part-time wages i was never gonna be able to afford any kind of house on that so afford
0: like a nice parking space
1: yeah that would be lovely yeah yeah maybe maybe (laughs) my name on it i can afford yeah nothing more than that um so obviously if i wanted to think about getting my own mortgage i'd have to switch to full-time also if i was going freelance it's the same principle you just have to show proof of your earnings for the last three months. So being freelance is fine, but it may prove, depending on how um, successful you are and mm. how business is going, because, you know, obviously freelance is up and down. You can yeah, have, totally. You can be fully packed one month and the next month you have no clients. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
0: And so one of the things that I've learned on this podcast, which is why I'm so excited to have you here also, is that I'm not the only one who at all, isn't... At all who is like a creative and doesn't have like financial savviness. Or it's yeah. just kind of like learning this as yeah. they go. Yeah. So things like negotiating on rate, like I had to learn it, like things yeah. like earning like money freelance and being like, oh yeah, like I have to save taxes from this yep. came
1: at the in yeah. January deadline yeah. time.
0: So I would like to know In your in the stuff that you're doing outside uni and all the projects and commissions you work on, what is your approach to like negotiating your rate, like saving for taxes and all those kind of stuff? So I imagine it being widely different and like way more organised than anything (laughs) I've done. You know what? I feel
1: like you give me too (laughs) much props because I'm not as organised as I maybe (laughs) seem to be at all, in the slightest. But negotiating rates is something that came to me through trial and error. Yeah. So when I first started illustrating, I didn't it wasn't my intention to take on commissions. My intention was, I like doing these, yeah. like creating them, so I'm gonna do them. And a lot of people saw that, people were approaching me for this, this, that. And people were like, yeah, you should charge for what you do. You should do this. And I was just like, uh, okay.
0: And I was just like, people <laughs> be like, oh yeah, how much <laughs> do you
1: charge for like a logo? And i will be like, uh, I dunno, 25 pound. Cause I didn't know. Yeah. Even though I might spend four or five hours, including revisions and everything, so when you break that down, I'm earning like nothing per hour. Yeah. I'd earn yeah. more working at my job than I do doing freelance. So it's kind of like figuring out how much to charge. So what I did, or what my friend told me to do, is she said, figure out how much you work. So obviously I work part-time, so I get hourly rate. She said, figure out how much you'd earn at work. And ideally you need to be getting paid the same, if not more, to do these illustrations. Mm-hmm. Because let's say, for example, I have to illustrate... And that means I might not be able to go to work. Or let's let's say yeah, you have to yeah. basically mitigate your 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 risk of not going into work, and still say mm. okay, I'm not going into work this day, but I'm still being compensating for that. Yeah. So that was kind of like a a hard thing to weigh yeah. up, and I find so. I'm in the illustrator group chat as well on Twitter. And I find that we all are in the same boat. Everyone's just like, oh, someone says, Oh yeah, I charge, you know, 30 pounds for this. But oh my gosh, I only charge 40. And I'm just like, you guys should be charged like 100 for what you do. But Ooh, it's just hard to To kind of figure I love out. That. And a lot I feel like a lot of people don't give themselves enough props for what they do. They look at their work and obviously when you are looking at your work, you're very critical. So mm-hmm. I can look at something and be like, that's trash. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't pay like £30 for it. Yeah. Someone might look at it and be like, oh my gosh, like 100 pounds is cheap. Like, have we seen what you've done?
0: Totally. And that's what
1: I think is very detrimental to us putting out our rates because yeah. you don't see how good you are and what you're doing. So that's been hard. And also when it comes to taxes, taxes, that's still something that, <laughs> in my head, I'm, it comes around. I, whenever I see those brown letters from my door, I'm just like, oh boy, yeah, oh like boy, just, it's that time oh, of the year. I'm I can't, like, I can't. I'm telling you, am like, it's that time of the year again.
0: <laughs> Even, like, I'm so, like, analog. So, I have, like, a box of receipts like, my, on one of my bookshelves. And I just literally can't even bear to look at it. Like, I'm at the beginning you. of the year, it was all in a folder. Like, like January receipts, like, February yeah, yeah, yeah. receipts, March. And I think I just got to May and was like, oh, uh, fuck it. Like, dad,
1: I can't do this anymore. It's way <laughs> no. too much for me. Like, just completely done. I'm telling you, it's, it's actually mental. Yeah. It's mental. And, you know, I can tell you a story. I haven't really... Mentioned this before, but when I was 17, so I've done a whole host of things. Yeah. When I was 17, um, I was very much into my natural hair. Not saying I'm not now, but Mm. I was very much dedicated. I had a blog towards it, Mm. had YouTube videos, everything. So um, you I was, were doing it before it was... Yeah, before it was like majorly a Culturally discussion, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was really, really popular. I was getting like 10,000 views on each post. And like I was gosh. really doing well and I was getting sent yeah. stuff from different brands. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. 17 years old. I was even in um an actual hair magazine in the UK as well. Amazing. Yeah, black hair magazine. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Um, <laughs> you had a career before this one. Yeah, like- <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is mental. Yeah. And then I started, um I shipped over some hair products that you can only get in the us but i knew that you a lot of uk people would have wanted they would have died for it so i signed up as um as self-employed mm. i shipped them over sold them all and i said bob's your uncle Sally's you're on i'm done look at that i've sold all my stock i'm brilliant let's keep it going i was still at six form five yeah. days a week yeah and i didn't quite understand what this whole tax thing was i didn't know what self-assessment was i knew yeah. that there was a personal allowance I knew that I hadn't gone over it, so I knew mm. I didn't I didn't owe any tax. Yeah. So when I sold letters, I was like, I don't need to pay it. Like I, I don't need to fill it out. Yeah, like I don't what owe are we talking about? I was Hitching like, I don't owe Lassie. anything. Like I didn't even yeah. go over it. Yeah. So I went to uni, um, I went to Coventry and I lived out there. So I very rarely in first year came home. Yeah. I was basically out there all the time. I come home to a few brown letters and like, yeah, whatever. Chuck it in my room, didn't even open them. And then I'd say I let it get to about last year. So that's about three years in. Yeah. Still haven't done anything with this these letters and they just keep sending me letters saying you're yeah you're you're late you're late you're late and I went from 2016 to 17 17 to 18 18 to 19 hadn't filed and I was just like why did they keep pestering me I was like I, I'm not doing anymore mm. and I think I even told them like I'm not doing anymore <laughs> like I went to website I went to website I said take me off <laughs> I said look I've been employed I've been working at so many places take me off this yeah but they kept sending me penalty after penalty after penalty to the point where I think last year the penalty reached like 2,900 pounds And I, like, I got to the point where I hadn't told my dad this at all because I was like, my dad is going to literally That's the first thing I was like, what? I thought my dad is going to throttle me and I will not see the light of day tomorrow. That's (gasps) it. He's going to like he's gonna end it that's yeah. it and i was so petrified and i remember going back and forth i told my best friend i remember i called her she's like oh my gosh what are you gonna do where's the money i was like i don't have the money what am i gonna do i don't know i don't know i was like i don't know what to do she was like just fill it in and send it back i was like cool i filled in all the 16 17 17 18 18 19 sent them all back i was like phew i literally sat every day i was there waiting for the post thinking this is this is gonna do it it's fine <laughs> got a letter through they increased it again i said oh my gosh but i sent everything back i was like oh my gosh what am i gonna do I don't know and i was like you know what I've got to tell my pride. I've got to tell my dad. I've got to tell my dad because I don't know what to do. And it got to that like 3100 one hundred. I said, I can't afford this. I've got to tell my dad. Because yeah. my dad is like the soul of everything. Any issue you have, whether it be physical, whether it be tech, whether it be my, my phone's broken, my laptop's broken, my car's broken, whatever it is, my dad can fix it. Mm. I was like, he can he can get me out of the situation. I might have to go through three beatings, even at a big age, but <laughs> he, he can solve it. Yeah. So I went to him. He helped me write an appeal and what, what to say. And they cancelled it. Oh. And it was just by God's good grace that my dad was able to help me through that. But it's all because I started from so young and I was never properly educated on what self-employment means and tax returns and everything. I had no idea. I just thought I just needed the, the US wholesalers ask for a certain number and you had to be self-employed to get it. I was like, number. I don't know what this dun, means. Dun, there, dun. The number's there. That's what I need to think about. Yeah. But that was literally something that because it got so bad, even I managed to get myself out of it, I was like, I'm never going through that again because that was such a weight on my shoulders for three years yeah. i carried that and into anyone i just kept thinking i can I can figure it out i can solve it i can yeah. solve it never doing that ever again but now i know the importance of if you're going to be self-employed keep a track of your like your spending and, and submit those returns on time and do everything because yeah. i am a testament and just like take me as the person you should look at and say you don't want to be like me yeah totally. the situation i was in was not nice yeah all. no so now, even when I see brown legs come through the door, I get a little, <laughs> I jump a little bit. <laughs> even though it's not for me, it's for my dad. I'm just like, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> give me shivers, the damn terror. I'm telling you, just I'm just like... like, oh my gosh, is it for me? I have to look and be like, oh, it's not my name. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I was traumatized, honestly. Oh my gosh, I know. That's a great story, though. Like, I'm glad that you went through that, and yeah. now you're like, now I know what I'm doing. Lessons learned, everyone. Honestly, I-, I went through that to then be like, I'm never doing that ever again, yeah. ever again. No one can ever convince me Or if I do it. I know how to do it properly now. Yeah. So insane and i think for me a lot of people not my friends look at me as someone as the person who's never going to get into any kind of financial situations mm. because she knows everything and that's not going to happen to her it's like yeah but i'm still young so mm. there were things where i was like I, I don't know yeah totally and you just do things because you're young you, you can be knowledgeable and still do things that you know you shouldn't because yeah. you're young so my, my dad's always like People always say to me, I'm a smart, dumb person. That's what I am. Because I'm really <laughs> smart. I'm very academic. i will do some silly stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, what, what, what on earth are you doing, kid? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It just happened. It like, just happened. We just know. went that way, so. Honestly. So, insane. Crazy <gasps> one. Crazy I one. think that every
0: time I, because I have like a savings pot, like especially for my taxes. Yeah. So every time like I get paid, I put a little bit of taxes. Yeah, yeah. And I think, wow, like I'm actually making a silly, miss- silly decision every time like I u- have to like dip into it for something. Oh, I'm just me. like. It's fine,
1: I'm just you. closing my eyes yeah, to that have, right now. I ain't gonna see that. I'm yeah. telling you, it's mad. like it's insane. It's totally fine.
0: To ask also, can you tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and like go through all of your threads because I
1: know you have a few. Yeah, so as it stands thread-wise, so to this current day, yeah. I have in order, i see if my memory is good, the best way is to save. It's the first one. So bear in mind, all of these all, are on my page. I've mm-hmm. pinned them onto my Twitter page. You can literally the thread Go through it, they're all in there. Perfect. Um, so the first one is how best ways to save. Second one is the help to buy ISR. Third one is the lifetime ISR explained. Fourth one, oh gosh, See, yeah, I thought my memory's good. Fourth one <laughs> is credit scores. Okay. What they mean and how they work. They terrify me. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're, 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 they're that's a scary set of numbers. I won't lie to you. It's a scary set of yeah. numbers. Um, and then the fifth one, which is the most recent one, is stocks, bonds, and shares, how they how they work, what they are
0: i love yeah.
1: talking stocks bonds and shares same
0: so are you an investor
1: outside yeah. of your helped by isa yes not not as much as i would like to be but yes mm-hmm. i'm i'm still trying to do my little steps my dad is very much so one so i yeah. i lean on him and i say what should i do here and blah blah yeah. but yeah
0: and so what are you using are you using robo investors or are you more actively
1: involved um so i was using robo investors just because i wanted to be a bit more passive with it i thought i totally. don't know much and let, i'll let you make the decisions yeah here's, here's the money i'm willing to risk yeah you go and risk it for me that's what i wanted to do totally. um but now my dad is a bit more hands-on and he's kind of showing me how to be a bit more hands-on and pick and choose here and there and where i work they have shares as well so i've got shares in, in that company as well and it's just kind of just softly Working my way through that, but I, I always tell people, don't come to me. I'm not a forex trader. I'm not. I'm not a professional trader. So don't, don't ask me tips and say, oh, should I invest in this? I'm not the girl to go yeah, to. Yeah. I, I'm not going to give you any kind of advice that way. Yeah. But if you have any kind of questions and... about like the processes, yeah, my goals. Like, like how does this work and what does this mean? You explain this, but I don't quite get it. I, the more welcome to come to me, sure,
0: so I have a limited knowledge about it because actually one of my goals for the year is to be like an active investor, like yeah. I have a pension and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but I really wanted to like just invest in the market just for the sake of it because yeah. one, I always sort of of as investors as like just white men. So it like excites me the idea that I can be this and participate in the market and really anyone can. Absolutely. So I just wanted to go into this really quickly about the free, I'll explain what robo-investors are. Yeah. So robo-invest, because I think there's three main ways to do it. So you can um, do it yourself, do it with me, or do it for me. And those are the three kind of ways that you can choose to invest. So very self-explanatory. Do it yourself means you're actively looking at the markets. You're looking at like, you know, which company, like what they're doing, like the news going on, all those kind of stuff. Do it for do it with me is a bit of that and like a bit of hands off. Yeah. So it's like right in the middle of the two and do it for me is where the robo investors are, yeah. where I guess you and I would yeah, be. Absolutely. And that's when you are like, literally you have an ISA with this company or a pension or some sort of savings thing yeah. and you're putting your money and it's invested into the things that you choose And but you are not actively deciding what company it goes to what countries it goes to, the kind of things that it's yeah. invested in. Yeah. And the reason why that's so cool, I think, is because it means that, like I said before, the reason why I wanted to get into it is that anyone can kind
1: of do it as long yeah. as they're saving that's it. continuously. That's what it is, yeah. So that's always interested me as a form of investment because I know I know, I keep referring to my dad, but he's literally like the core of my like financial pillar for me. Yeah. But there came a time where... So we've done a loft conversion in my house mm-hmm. and my dad, so he had, he had some of the money for it and he needed a bit more. And he literally said to me, I sold my, I sold some of my shares and I've got, I've got the money for the rest of the loft. I was like, what? Like, it's that <laughs> valuable. He's like, yeah, I've had some shares for like 10 years, which have appreciated like so much and I can just sell them now. And he's going to wow. have the money to to finish up his loft. And I was like, wow. Like, this, when I found out about that, I was like, get me on. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. how do you do this? So, so, my dad's always like an advocate. Like, if you have shares, especially like ones I've gotten from work, he just like, keep them. Like, mm. you might be tempted to sell them because it's it's a, not in a bad way, but it's a young mentality because you think there's money sitting there. I can have it now. Mm. Like, I want to go on holiday. Or I want to buy this. Let so me just sell my shares and have them. It's that delayed gratification. Exactly. I guess. So, my dad's like, just keep them until it's a rainy day because my dad's like, it's a form of savings. so when it rains it pours so if you if you have your savers account you've got money in there you can sell your shares you can cash in your shares and you've got money there as well just sitting there mm. that you just forgot about yeah totally so that's why i've been very interested in like oh i want to do that too that's interesting yeah because he's still got shares now he's, he didn't sell all of his shares he's like he sold a part of them to help finance whatever and he's still got some for another rainy day if he totally so
0: and shares is what you'd buy when you put into an isa on a yeah. robo investment yeah, yeah, so yeah, you would own yeah. those yeah
1: amazing yeah so
0: much to get into I literally feel so like <laughs> <laughs> refreshed with all this financial
1: knowledge it's really fun I, I like talking about it I like reading up about it and yeah. it's quite interesting are you reading anything at the moment about it oh there's that book. I've forgotten the name it's it's a I don't know if you've seen it it looks like a credit card the book
0: Oh, do you know what I'm on about? Yes. That book. Money um, yes, that by one. Laura.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Her, Laura Whitley, is your name? Yes. Yeah, yes. yes. Her. I'm reading that book because that book's really good. Yeah. And I've got a few books on my phone that I read here and there whenever I have a chance to do money and stuff. But I Amazing. Do, I do like just reading up about it because it's interesting. Yeah, and I it's feel like it's. A, I feel like a lot more people are finding it more interesting because of my friends, because of the way I try to break it down it doesn't seem so long-winded and Mm. i can't bother to read about this Mm. i try and break it down in a way that is more relatable yeah so for example in my credit scores one i mentioned i said if you go and try and so the new the new iphones come out if you say you know i'm gonna go into apple and i'm gonna get my phone on finance and tomorrow today i'm gonna walk out of my iphone 11 pro max and that's gonna be me and you get in there you do the finance and you get the client you just like what do you mean what do you mean the client? like i can afford that yeah but if you haven't looked into your credit score, you might not be able to, but breaking it down into things that people might be able to relate to you or be like, oh yeah, like imagine if that happened, it makes it easier for people to read and be like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Let me carry and read and see how that can not happen to me. Yeah, or, totally. oh my gosh, that happened to me. Oh, let me see how I can rectify that so in the future it doesn't happen to me again. Mm. That's why I try and break it down in that kind of sense.
0: Totally. I think it's amazing because you're kind of lowering the barrier to entry because- yeah. If you were to look at a platform or like try and say, for instance, like you just decided that you're going to buy an ISA and you wanted to look at all the options and all the places you could do it, you are kind of like bombarded with all this information. Unless you have someone who's like like your dad who's yes. been there and is guiding you through it, there's yes. literally,
1: the internet just basically has a wealth of options. Honestly. And a lot of people came to me and said, you know what, before your thread, I wasn't even sure what they were meant. And yeah. then I read your thread and then within five minutes, I knew exactly what helped buy was in a lifetime and I know which one I'm going to get now. Yeah.
0: And that like you can make a decision
1: really quick. Yeah. Which, I mean, if the government did this, we all would be a little bit more wealthy, but... Yeah, but maybe that's just part of the reason why. They're but, not. <laughs> but that's why I'm trying to be the one to try and help people out and get us out of that. Because yeah. you know, I want everyone to have the same amount of knowledge and just just be empowered with their choices and mm. not go into things blind. Yeah. That's more the aim for me anyway. Sure.
0: And I know, like, this isn't your first time, like, speaking about money. No. Like, you, you were, were saying before the conversation that you had some YouTube videos. Yeah. What does your future look like
1: with this? Are you going to continue posting to Twitter or um, is it just something? No. So, obviously, this is something that I have been passionate about. Passionate about, sorry, because I did it last year, with YouTube videos. So, now it's taken off it's kind of told me, right, okay, cool. So this is something that you should really do. Because mm-hmm. I thought about it last year and people, a lot of people around me said, yes yeah, it's a good idea, but it didn't really take off the way I wanted it to. So I thought, like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe not. Now it's taking off now. I'm just like, right, this is something I'm going to really invest my time into because you never know where it could go. Yeah. Um, and what I can do with it. So for now, I've, been told by many people to start my own podcast yes um so similar to have you heard of wake up to money
0: no i haven't
1: um that's a really really good finance podcast that's it's a daily one my yeah, dad, my dad listens to that every day that's a really good one but i'm gonna similar to that but more for for younger people to yeah it's more relatable and yeah. easier to understand do that um and yeah that's what i'm gonna do at the moment i'm just gonna try and focus on a podcast
0: amazing and just
1: trying every week so for now when I start I'm just gonna break down the existing threads I've got Mm -hmm. and then talk about other topics and I still think I'm gonna do the Twitter threads for now until I figure out maybe another medium or what I want to do if I want to just cancel them just keep the podcast I don't don't know what I'm gonna do yet yeah because it's only been a week and a half believe it or not yeah it's only been a week and a half (laughs) but for now I'm just trying to forward things and see what I'm what I'm gonna do but for now it's the podcast and the threads are still gonna keep going strong amazing that's so exciting like I guess all the opportunities are open like yeah it's it's you know it still blows my mind every day I think I'm just like wow there's like 6,700 people and counting who follow me because they think that I'm very like influential and they want to know more yeah yeah Wow! I can't believe that I'm that person (laughs) (laughs) it's it's, it's insane to me like me yeah it's insane but yeah and what was your twitter handle and your instagram um so my instagram and twitter are both ikea and it's I K W E Y A H. Mm. only difference is twitter has an underscore so it's ikea underscore because someone stole my name so <laughs> <laughs> i gotta have the underscore but yes ikea yeah. on instagram and on twitter
0: okay amazing thank you for being with us thank for today you for having me. and guys definitely yeah. message me and kia about your biggest takeaways and what you enjoyed from this podcast because absolutely. we really enjoy talking to people and i'm sure you both really enjoy
1: messages from people i love well. it i've had probably about 600 messages in the last week and a half and i've answered every single one wow so if anyone messages me you will get it off like absolutely At, instagram or Twitter, yeah. about you. and that's a big undertaking i have to say <laughs> like a big energy i'm telling you i've sat down before for about an hour just going through, message, reply, next one, reply, next one, reply, I've done it, and people reply back to me with a question I've done, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've done it, More. yeah, I yeah. okay,